Welcome to Attorney Heart, the podcast focused on bringing awareness to and promoting attorney well-being. Join Attorney Heart as you embark on a journey to improve the quality of your professional and personal life. And now, here's your host, Fernando Flores. Looking up, there's always sky. Rest your head, I'll take you high. We won't fade into darkness. Welcome everyone to another episode of Attorney Heart. This is Fernando Flores, your host. Thanks for joining me. I really appreciate you. And on this episode, what I wanted to bring to you was a topic that a health related topic that I've seen gain a lot more attention. And, you know, there was a recent article that came out whether fasting is the fountain of youth. And I really wanted to dig into it a little bit more deeply and bring this information to you. And you can make a decision as to whether this is something that you want to try out. Uh, Definitely a disclaimer, you know, as as, uh, my my guest um, Dr. Alan Goldhammer says, you know, you, you should definitely consult with, with your doctor before making any dietary changes, especially if you're wanting to fast for a prolonged period of time. Uh, he definitely talks about how he supervised thousands of people in relation to, you know, two to 40 day water fasts and how this has had an incredible level of, of improvement in people's health and helping them go transition to vegan diets. So, um, you know, I want to uh, also let you know that there are a lot of awesome resources on this episode, free resources. If you want to connect with the True North Health Center for free, you know, and get a, an initial consultation, that resource is there. And there's also a lot more information as to what are the benefits of fasting and also eating what he calls a vegan SOS diet, which you'll learn more about on the episode. Um, so I really hope you enjoy it. I, I thoroughly enjoyed, uh, you know, Dr. Alan Goldhammer's uh, energy. And we had, a, you know, he's really, really busy. So we had a really quick interview, but uh, it was jam packed with uh, great information. So with that, we will get right into it. Enjoy and have a great rest of your day and week. All right. Bye, everyone. All right. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Attorney Heart. Today, I am really excited about bringing our next guest for you, Dr. Alan Goldhammer. Dr. Alan Goldhammer, thank you for being on. It's my pleasure. And to give um, our listeners a little bit of a background of who you are, Dr. Alan Goldhammer is the founder of the True North Health Center located in Santa Rosa. And they have medical and chiropractic services as well as psychotherapy and counseling and massage and body work. Dr. Goldhammer is someone who has, for many years, supervised fasts of thousands of patients. And the True North Health Center is really becoming one or is one of the premier locations where you know, doctors want to gain certifications in the supervision of therapeutic fasting. And that actually is the topic that we're going to focus on on this podcast today, um, because this is one of Dr. Allen's passions. And I know you were the principal investigator in a couple of studies dealing with the treatment of uh, hypertension and water-only fasting. Did I get all of that right, Dr.? You you did, yes. We looked at uh, high blood pressure, which, as you know, is the leading contributing cause of death and disability. Mm-hmm. and how it would respond to fasting and dietary change. And we published a couple papers, one of which shows the largest effect size ever shown in treating high blood pressure in humans with an average effect size of over 60 points 
in stage three hypertension. We took 174 consecutive patients with high blood pressure and 174 people lowered their pressure enough to eliminate the need for medication. Wow. Essentially, anybody with essential hypertension that's willing to do this type of intervention can reliably expect their blood pressure to normalize. The downside is you're stuck having to continue to eat healthy and live well if you want to be able to sustain the results because you're not curing hypertension, you're managing it by eliminating the things that cause it. Unlike conventional medicine where you'll take one to five medications to try to regulate it, the promise in medicine is if you do exactly what you're told, you'll never get well. You'll be sick for the rest of your life. You'll be on medications forever. You'll have chronic cough, fatigue, impotence, or premature death as a consequence of the treatment, and that's just how it is. Our approach is a little different. It requires people to make diet and lifestyle changes, but they can eliminate the need for medication and the subsequent side effects from the medication. And so to to the degree they're willing to do those types of uh, interventions, they can sustain the results. Oh, now let's let's um, give our listeners a little bit about a sense about what fasting is and what does it entail. That way, folks that have never heard of it also have an understanding of that because I know um, you know the True North really focuses on that. But tell us a little bit about just what does that entail? What does that refer to? Uh, and and is it days fasting or is it hours fasting? Give us a sense of that. Well, there's a number of different ways of applying fasting. There's some uh, gentle ways that people can do on their own, like intermittent fasting, where they narrow the feeding window. They may not have, say, breakfast or food before, say, 10 a.m. or after 6 p.m., so they end up with a 16-hour period of fasting every night, an eight-hour feeding window in which to consume their hopefully healthy uh, food choices. Some people will ex- um, uh, consider that fasting. That's actually a form of intermittent fasting. Some people will also limit the number of calories in a day. Perhaps they might only do 600 calories on a day. They can take it easy by having, say, fruits and vegetables as a way of facilitating weight loss. Mm, That's another type of uh, intermittent fasting. But what we do at the True North Health Center is prolonged water-only fasting. This needs to be done in a controlled setting. It's medically supervised people go through a proper medical history, physical exam, laboratory monitoring, they're seen twice a day by staff doctors, and they're provided an intense education uh, while they're there in terms of diet and lifestyle changes. So when they go home, they can sustain the results and, and have a good long-term outcome. Oh, I see, I see. And that type of fasting ranges from five to 40 days. So some of our patients are on water only for up to 40 days. No way. Ever fast. Uh, oh, yeah. Moses, David, Elijah, Jesus, and our patients fast up to 40 days. They're, they're in good company <laughs> is what I tell them. But okay. uh, the average fast for high blood pressure is anywhere between 10 days and, and, and 20 days in that range. Uh, you fast long enough to normalize the blood pressure, and then when you go on a health-promoting vegan SOS-free diet, you can sustain the results. SOS is the international symbol of danger, but it also stands for salt, oil, and sugar. Those are chemicals added to food that unfortunately in salt-sensitive people, for example, they really need to restrict their salt intake in order to sustain normal blood pressure. So we really teach people a whole different way to eat, a whole plant food diet that's free of salt, oil, and sugar. Um, What I tell patients is if they want to know if they can eat something or not, all they have to do is go inside themselves and ask themselves honestly if they truly want and need whatever it is they're thinking about. And if the answer is truly yes, they know. They can't have it. Okay. And at True North, do you tend to see patients who are, because one of the things that I've been working a lot is just trying to bring different guests, different information for, you know, professionals who are working in very high stress, fast paced environments. 
and you know maybe they're trying to make shifts in their lives that are going to help them get out of certain habits that doesn't serve them well right and so do you work with attorneys as well and if so what are some of the more common issues that you you tend to see well i've worked with attorneys all my life and unfortunately they have stereotypical types of problems uh, the most common difficulty, particularly amongst trial attorneys, is the abuse of alcohol. Uh, mm. And alcohol is a particularly noxious substance when it comes to high blood pressure, obesity, diabetes, autoimmune diseases, and the other things that we commonly treat. Uh, the other problem uh, that I see with attorneys is uh, some of them don't do as good a job of ma uh, managing their stress, which is, tends to be inordinately high. Um, I try to teach them that stress is like Christmas. It's it's better to give than receive. So they should learn to be generous, but sometimes <laughs> that can be difficult. So stress mitigation, uh, uh, alcohol uh, is commonly used as a means of mitigating stress, but it's a very ineffective way uh, from a health standpoint of modulating stress. So getting rid of alcohol. Uh, adopting a health-promoting diet is a challenge for some attorneys because they've got a lot on their plate, uh, particularly during, uh, as I said, trial attorneys particularly seem you know, intense uh, short-term uh, pressure. And as a consequence, diet and lifestyle habits are often compromised, but that's kind of a false uh, economy because uh, when you compromise your diet and lifestyle uh, habits, you compromise your short-term cognitive capacities as well. So a uh, better strategy is always preserving uh, diet and lifestyle excellence, uh, despite the stress and time limitations that oftentimes are, are presented. Um, so uh, I think that it's not unique to attorneys, but certainly attorneys uh, are amongst those class of professions that often manifest problems of secondary uh, relation to stress and poor diet and lifestyle choices. Wow, what are, what are thank you for sharing that. That's, um, you know, in, in the high performance coaching work that I've been doing, I've definitely seen stress management is, is a really big problem, one that, a lot of attorneys face whether they do trial work or not it's just you know we worry a lot about things we're constantly taught to see the negative uh you know scenarios for our clients so that we can give them options so that they can make an informed decision and a lot of times that you know leads to us being constantly under stress um what do you see uh are some of the biggest challenges that folks face in making a transition to you know fast on water only for 40 days and then stay and adopt on a vegan SOS diet? Well, first of all, you have to remember people don't have <clears throat> just bad habits. They're actually addicts. They're addicted to alcohol. They're addicted to caffeine and other neurological stimulants. And they're addicted to the artificial stimulation of dopamine in the brain that comes from the chemicals added to their food, including salt, oil, and sugar. So like any addict, you know, it's difficult to break that cycle. One way to do that is with fasting. So fasting can be very helpful. It's like rebooting the hard drive in a computer that's become corrupted. You can oftentimes see things correct even if you don't know exactly where each of the problems uh, originated. Um, the other thing is uh, commitment. Most patients are gonna be motivated by pain, debility, or fear of death. So if you don't have people yet that are suffering significantly, it's hard to be motivated to give up addictions and adopt a health-promoting diet and lifestyle. But that's why a lot of our patients are driven by pain, debility, or fear of death. And of course, it makes them better patients, particularly if they have a condition that'll, that'll tend to flare if they go back to their bad habits. Mm. So I, I, I'm not, um, uh, I don't have any magic answer on how you get inappropriately motivated patients motivated. I usually get 
motivated patients by the time they come to me they say true north health center should have a sign that says true north health center the last resort because oftentimes <laughs> there's people that you know they've tried all the magic and now they have to get down and, and do the hard work yeah getting healthy health results from healthful living so that involves diet sleep and exercise those are the things that actually work fasting is just a facilitator you know, obviously, if your condition is caused by dietary excess, it's not surprising that fasting might be helpful at undoing the consequences of excess. And that's exactly what it does, rapidly, efficiently, and predictably. And if it's done in a medically controlled setting, it's safe and effective. We published a fasting safety study that evaluates the safety and efficacy of this. Um, and we've also published a number of papers that you alluded to in peer-reviewed scientific journals looking at the effect, efficacy of fasting, high blood pressure, diabetes, as well as lymphoma. Okay. And I know that you mentioned that, you know, at the clinic, they, they provide a supervised, there's a lot of supervision, right? But are there, there are there any steps that somebody who, um, or actually, let me, let me ask it to you this way. How would someone know whether fasting is something that would be good for them, whether it's two days or 40 days, right? Well, one way they can do that um, very simply is to go to our website at uh, healthpromoting.com, complete the registration forms. I review their medical history and offer a no-cost uh, phone conversation so that we can discuss whether they're a candidate, if it might be useful. We can also hook them up with a fasting facility close to them, the closest one to them. Um, the, the, the fact is, in order to answer that question definitively, well, you really need to look at each individual's medical history, look at their situation, and then come up with a recommendation of, you know, where diet, where uh, fasting or other type of intervention might be uh, appropriate. What I can tell you, though, simply is that the people that benefit most from fasting are the people that have conditions that are caused by dietary excess. So obesity, high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, autoimmune diseases, and uh, conditions like I said, lymphoma, we've recently published uh, two papers in the British Medical Journal looking at the effective treatment of lymphoma with fasting and diet. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's a great resource. I, I, I didn't know that that was available and, and folks can get like a, just a free consultation basically to see. Absolutely. Something. I'm happy to talk to them and, and try to steer them in the direction that might be most appropriate for their particular situation. Is this something that could potentially assist, some, let's say someone that doesn't have any of those conditions, but they want to maybe improve and enhance and continue to, uh, you know, be healthier, right? Is this yes. something that would also be for them? Can you talk a little the, bit about the, that? Yeah, I, I actually think the people that get the very most benefit ultimately are the healthy people using fasting and diet preventatively. I think that's really the best application. Unfortunately, most people have to be motivated, as we said, by pain, debility, or fear of death. But for the healthy person who wants to stay that way, I believe that there's nothing more effective than adopting a health-promoting diet and lifestyle and using preventative fasting. I, I hate fasting, but I do it every year for a week. And I find it to be very helpful at trying to just keeping everything recalibrated and refocused and plus forcing a person to take a bit of a rest. You know, that in itself is a good, uh, a good thing. Can you tell me a little bit about what, why you dislike fasting when, when you do do it? What are, what are some of the challenges that, that end up coming up? Well, the worst part of, yeah, the worst part of fasting is you have to rest. So I like working. And so I don't, you know, have to give up work and going on the computer all the time and doing all the things I like to do. You can't play basketball when you're fasting. You got to take it easy. And so uh, I find that uh, very challenging, but probably also why it's so beneficial is because it does kind of force me to recalibrate. I think some of the benefits that I've gotten 
uh, in terms of sustaining health these last 60 years and have been in part from the periodic use of fasting. Yeah, I mean, I, I ended up seeing an article a few weeks back on fasting, and it was, I don't remember, it was like in one of the big newspapers, and I've noticed just how there's been more attention around it, and, um, you know, I, I, I myself haven't, I mean, I've done maybe like two, three-day, you know, juice fasts, you know, but not just water, and um, I, think, I think it's something that I'll definitely be open to trying and then seeing how, how I feel, especially afterwards. Right. Cause that's, uh, I, I don't know that. Are, are I you think getting you a should come in and do a fast. And, yeah. I think you should come in and try to do a fast and you can broadcast the results in, in living time and, and let people know how things are going. Okay. I, I like that. I like that. You know what? I, I might just take you up on your offer, Dr. Goldhammer. <laughs> um, and you know, one other question is um, for for those folks who may be interested in fasting at True North. What is what does that look like? You gave me a sense of it a little bit. You know, you said that you stop working. So folks that go on a fast for several days to like forty days, they also have to take off from work completely, and um, you know, or are they commuting back and forth? How does that look exactly? Just practically speaking. Yeah, so if you're doing a medically supervised fasting, you're checking into the True North Health Center, you're, you live here. Um, we uh, evaluate you twice a day. Uh, we have uh, uh, an intense educational program that people participate in classes, lectures, cooking classes, all the different things to try to get people educated. Um, and then you recover uh, initial refeeding, establish some good habits, and then you go home and hopefully make us look good. So the idea is it's an intense residential health education program with direct medical supervision. Uh, and it ranges. Some people are here for a week. Some people are here for a month. Some people are here for a year. Wow. And how sick they are and what we're trying to help them. Okay. All right. That's really good to know. Um, well, I really appreciate all the information thus far. Is there, is there anything that you feel, uh, you know, attorney heart listeners should definitely be aware of when it comes to, their diet, you know, one or two tips, uh, or if, if they were to take, you know, s some step right now, because a lot of times folks, if there's nothing like you mentioned, if there's no desperation uh, that, you know, is inspiring the change, uh, it could be hard. But if there's something that they could, uh, you know, change to improve their health, what would it be? I mean, you already mentioned some like exercise, sleep, um, diet, uh, reduce sugar, oils, salt, anything else? What I'd suggest somebody that's serious do is first go to our website at healthpromoting.com and click on the learning channel. All of our articles and, and, and educational materials are freely available. We also have something called True North TV with lots of video clips. We have a book called The Pleasure Trap, which explains how mastering the hidden force that undermines health and happiness can be achieved. Um, we have uh, lots of resources available, including the free consultation that I mentioned on that website. Um, for people that are serious about healthful living, I think once they read The Pleasure Trap, it'll make a lot of sense to them because it's, it's not rocket science. It's a question of, you know, really following common sense. Right now, people are living so outside any reasonable level um, of their behaviors are not even remotely reasonable. And when you kind of put it in perspective, you realize getting healthy isn't really that complicated. It's just difficult. But it's difficult because we're caught in this pleasure trap. We're caught 
in a world designed to make us fat, sick, and miserable. And what we have to do is make a conscious decision to step away from that and adopt habits that are common sense, uh, but surprisingly effective. Yeah, no, I love that. And I'll definitely add that resource on the podcast as show notes so that folks can go both to the True North Health Center, you know, website, and then also, uh, you know, they can get a copy of the, the, the book. That sounds uh, the pleasure trap, right? Excellent. Cool. All right. Well, it is the pleasure Dr. trap. The pleasure trap. Okay. Well, Dr. Goldhammer, I know you are very busy. I appreciate you coming on to the podcast for, for a bit and sharing some information about fasting, what that looks like, kind of demystifying it uh, for us. And uh, I look forward to staying in touch and I may be in touch with you sooner rather than later. Great. Excellent. We'll look forward to locking you up. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Goldhammer. I really appreciate it. And all right, everyone, this, uh, this is uh, the end of this podcast episode, but I look forward to catching you at the next one. And I really am appreciative of you tuning in and, you know, picking up on new tools as uh, they relate to your health, wellness, and happiness. So again, Dr. Goldhammer, thank you so much, and we'll catch you soon. Very good. Bye. Hi, everyone. Fernando here again to thank you for listening in to another Attorney Heart episode. If you like this episode, please make sure to give it a thumbs up, and if it can benefit anyone that you know, please share it. Attorney Heart is brought to you by iMatterNow. I-M-A-T-E-R-N-O-W. Please make sure to check our website at imatternow.com. Again, I-M-A-T-E-R-N-O-W.com. And join iMatterNow's Facebook page. Follow us for future events and additional resources. Every day presents an opportunity to engage in self-care. And remember that it is not selfish to take care of your well-being. It is necessary. So, take care and connect with you on the next Attorney Heart episode.